All right. So I have this for you as you leave or as you go into your world, your life, as you leave this camp meeting. And I call this keeping your focus. Keeping your focus. You must learn how to keep your focus as a man. You know, in life, one outstanding fact about leadership is the ability to be focused. And why did I use the word leadership? I believe one thing that this conference or this camp meeting has done for many of you is to raise you up as a leader. When I mean raise you up as a leader, I mean now you have a responsibility. A number of you saw that you have a responsibility in this camp meeting. Let me see your hands. All right, cool. You have a responsibility. And your responsibility is towards life, to light up the dark places, to shine the light into the chaos of men, to rescue men from their confused identity. Remember we said we don't judge people, right? We don't condemn people. We don't, we don't, we love people. Tell your neighbor, say, I love you so much. You're not saying like you mean it. Tell your neighbor, say, I love you so much. No, you're not saying it like you mean it. Point, look for another neighbor, say, I love you so much. So, as you leave this camp meeting, you don't have any sense of judgment towards anyone, right? This includes even the person that has hated you, that you know hates you. What do you do? You love the person. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because remember we said man has a collective identity, right? So we must see human beings as God's plan, as all of us are together in this world together. And I told you, God cannot do anything without man, same way as the devil also. So we must value ourselves. Are you getting what I'm saying? So a leader that is bullying, why am I saying leader? Because I know all of you are leaders. All of you in this place looking at me, you are, have a responsibility to lead lives. You have a responsibility to lead people. A leader cannot be bullied out of his conviction. He cannot. A leader that is not, that is easily jittery, that easily falls to the whims and caprices of this world, is not worth following. Any, if the wind blow in this way, you go. If the wind blow in this way, you go. You are not stable. You are, then you are not worth following. You must be a man of conviction. There are so many things that I will not do in ministry, and I've told you, I will not. There will be a time in supernatural communities where all we will be thinking about is ambience. I'm, I don't have that time. My own is to change lives. There's a way they've been talking about the offering, and I didn't like it. I felt uncomfortable. The people that have been collecting offering, they will say, as the man of God has ministered, we will now give back. I'm not collecting the offering, no. <laughs> I've been hearing those things as the offering, and it's looking like it's me that they are giving the offering to. No, 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 no. Me, I'm not under any payroll. I, I'm not saying it's wrong. I mean, pastors in America do it. They're under payroll in their churches. I am not. Me, I'm not. So that I can say what I want to say well. Amen. All the money, you, all, the, all the offerings that he's giving is going towards the All the money we spent for the meeting, that's what it's going towards. Yeah. The materials, that's what we use it to print. That's what we use it to keep doing. We send money to nations. We have churches in Uganda. We are building places in different places. Which is where we, that's where we put money to. Send money to different locations. That's what we do. Missions for the work of the gospel. Hallelujah. Not me that they are giving. Because the, the way they were saying the offering, it just, it just made me feel very uncomfortable. So I, I told myself I'm going to correct it in this session. So, say, so as the man of God has blessed you, it's just good to give back. Ah, as I saw that, I'll, I'll just close the live video. <laughs> it's just to do it like they should just end the live video when they say it. So please, those of you that are collecting offering, correct. next time you are collecting offering, don't mend what you are saying. Hallelujah. Hey, hey. I'm not, me, I'm not under any payroll. No, no, no. I don't collect money from Supernatural Community Church. I'm not saying it's wrong. People do it. It's legal. They can, even I can explain it from the scripture. But me, I've chosen to be like Paul. So that I will not beg for bread. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, hey. Praise God. So, there are things you must be a man of conviction. You must be somebody that knows where you are going. You must know where you are going. For us in supernatural communities, I tell many of you, I say, this is where we are going. We are not going in this direction. That's, I'm not those type of people that look at what another ministry is doing 
and I will now copy it and say, hey, Beijing, they did one lead light. Let's come and do That's not, no, me, I don't have that time. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I know where we are going. I know we are in the United States where everywhere they want ambience. They want flashy things. They want, uh, it's me, I'm not part of those people that want it. My own is the lives that are in church. People that come and sit down one hour. Hope their life will change. After you stand up from this place and go. You know, there's no, you know, you just spend, you know that service is not, it's not every day you are in church. Hope you know. So most times we are in church maybe two times a week, three times a week. My own is to make sure that that three times or that three hours you spend in church, you, it's, a, it's your life. That's my work. So me, I'm not after frivolities or something. We pray, we sing, we teach. Simple. We are not after drama, choreography. We won't see it happen. Hallelujah. We won't see it happen here. Is it wrong? We can do it in party. In fact, we are planning Thanksgiving party now on Thursday. So those of you in Rochester, get your Uno, Uno sense on because I'm ready to play. I'm ready to deal with you. Committee is almost over. I'm ready to show you who I am. <laughs> and show you the skills that I've acquired over the years. You can't beat me this Thursday. It's go I'm going to use supernatural and, power and natural. <laughs> you can't beat me this Thursday. <laughs> it's no wrong. But we can't use church. Are you getting what I'm saying? We can't use church to do those things. That's not why we'll gather on a Sunday morning to do barbecue Sunday. Ah! <laughs> I won't do it. Pizza Sunday, never. When I've not, when the sermon that I just finished teaching, this camp meeting, I just gave you one percent. I'm not saying hundred, one. There are still a million and one thing. I was so restricted to even talk because I was live. So people, people that just jump in, we're not going to hear wrong thing. That's why I don't like all these camera things many a times. So when I know that it's audio, when you have to hear everything, eh, eh, I will talk well. I just give you one percent. There's still so much we have to look at in scriptures. I will not come and cancel service and say, let's do barbecue Sunday or pizza Sunday. No, you must know where you are going. And I keep telling all of you in supernatural community church, we can't have it. Don't expect that one Sunday we just say, everybody wear jeans. Wear, come with your sneakers. <laughs> not here. We know where we are going. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because we must be people of conviction. We're not people that just jump with the wind and just move. Mm -mm, mm -mm. We know where we are going. You know what I'm saying? We know where we are going. You must know where you are going. And this will determine the kind of influences you keep around you. So that means, because I know where I'm going, the kind of friends that will relate around me cannot be friends that is taking me another destination. You know, I just told you man is a product of influence. The kind of friends that will keep around me will be the friends that is going in that same direction. There are things that God has told me to do that I know that I have to do it. But let me tell you, if I mingle so long with the wrong people, I will do what God did not send me to do. There was a time I told some of you, I said, brethren, that thing we did, you know God did not send us to do it. And I quickly corrected you. I quick, we quickly corrected it. And I told you where I got the, the impression from where it started. Because I saw something, I said, let me quickly do it too. And we almost missed out. But thank God, we quickly corrected it immediately. And that's why it's good to pray. Because in the place of prayer, the Lord will just be telling you, bro, that thing you are doing, that's, I did not send you are you getting what I'm saying? I told you guys in this church, we don't hold programs. We don't. If God did not tell us to do anything, the only kind special meeting we have in our church is this kind of meeting. Mission is possible. Other ones are in our service. Why did we do summer healing campaign? God just told us specially to reintroduce healing waves again. Is it summer healing campaign going to happen in 2024? I have not seen it in 2024. We know where we are going. I will not wake up one morning and say, because I watch somebody now on YouTube, I say, wow, I like their service. Let me to come and replicate it. I'm making a mistake. And that is what is happening with a lot of churches in America today. People are just being influenced. People are being influenced. People are being, and the lives of people are being destroyed. I told you, I taught you that thing about biblical worldview. 
their, their, their eyes is not shaped to see and love Jesus. If you go to a church and the church does not make you love your Bible, you are going to a wrong place. They don't make you love God. They don't make you eager to study more. Than, ah, ah, wow. How many of you in this camp meeting, your mind was open more. You were just more hungry for the word. How many of you? You were just more. That is, that is church. When Jesus taught the scripture in Luke 24, he says, did our heart not born within us when he explained the scriptures? That is what a believer should be. Not that they, they make you so like a dicecker. Some people now, they'll go to church and because of they go to church, they are just, it, the church is even making them more cold. Because all they are concerned about is their life. All they are concerned about is how they will make money and bring the money. That's not what me I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about it too because you have to prosper. But I will still ask you, bro, are you praying? Are you studying? Are you listening to the sermons? Are you growing spiritually? A pastor that cannot ask you that, ah, run away. Then you're not particular about your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you must know where you are going. You must know where you are going. Know that. I just taught you in this conference, man is a product of influence. So that means, if I stay around the wrong influence for so long, I will do what I'm not supposed to do. That is life. So you need to be focused on the goal. You need to be focused on the outcome. You need to focus on your objective. What's your plan? As you leave this camp meeting, I expect that you are writing things and saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm not going to do again. There are people I have to unfollow on my social media. There are people I have to stop looking at their posts. There are, people, there are some memes I don't have to read again. The, because you know, where you, you know who you are now. That's how to be a good Christian. You know, if I talk to this person long enough, everything I learned in this community will just rapture. And it's not as if you don't love them. You are just protecting your own sanity. Paul told us, 1 Corinthians, you see, so don't be deceived. And that a lot of us keep deceiving ourselves. Some people will say, let me date the guy because I will change him. Or let me date the lady because I will change him. You are not Holy Ghost. He says, don't be deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manners. So that means if I stay long with an evil communication, my manners will be corrupted. So where are you going? You must be focused. I'm talking to you like leaders. If you don't have a conviction, you are not, you, you must have a conviction. You must have things you don't do. You must have things you do. You must have things that they don't find you doing. Are you getting what I'm saying? You must have those things. Me, I keep saying it. We will not, we will not do jeans Sunday. We, if you have birthday, we celebrate your birthday, buy cake for you, celebrate you very well. But we, that will not turn the entire, entire service. Except pastor's appreciation. Even the pastor's appreciation gone, I will still try and teach. Are you getting what I'm saying? Ah. This is who we are. So if you don't like it, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Me, I know where I'm going. Are you getting what I'm saying? You must have a conviction. You must. A man who doesn't know where he's going will branch anywhere. And he will just be like the wind, like Ephesians 4 told him. A wind starts to and fro with any dodging. He's not stable. You know you are stable. You are firmly granted. You are firmly planted. You are stable. Let's be seated. So my life is an example for others to follow. So we are born of God to lead others. My life is an example for others to follow. First Timothy 4 verse 12. Paul told us, Paul wrote to Timothy. So you are called to lead. You are called to lead. Say I'm called to lead. I'm called to lead the way. You know, we said we are the answers to the questions of men, right? Yes. So in Matthew 14, go to Matthew 14. Like I said, this is going to be very, very short, and I will we'll just pray and we'll go. Amen. Are you sure you have a, we'll be having a great time? Look at it, Matthew 14. 
Let's start from verse 24. Matthew 14, verse 24. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with the waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And disciples saw him walking on the sea, and they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straight away Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. And in verse 28, Peter answered and said, Lord, if thou be, if it be thou, bid me come thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down the ship, he walked on water to go to Jesus. And when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. Now, Peter walked on water. Why? Because Jesus told him to come. So, if, Jesus, if somebody tells you to come, where are you going? You are going to meet the person, right? Right, guys? But what happened? Contrary winds now started. Boisterous winds started. Different situations started. And Peter now started looking at other things. And he started sinking. So the fact that God has called you does not immune you from challenges of life. The fact that you came for Supernatural Camp Meeting 2023 does not mean that when you get home, you know, Things will just align, just like that. If that's how it is, after 40 days and 40 nights, I will not have expected them, I will not have expected them, the devil to come and tempt Jesus. After fasting, you know what it means to fast 40 days and 40 nights? If fast 40 days, that means you have even dealt with all the powers of hell. Yet the devil stick him and say, how far? He now be a son of God. <laughs> you know, there's some, as much as we can learn from the devil, there's something that we can pick from the devil, and that is, he doesn't give up. Even though he knows he will lose, he will still attempt. As much as we can't learn from the devil, but it's something to take on. Even, but we believers, once we see any something, we don't give up. We just start speaking negative words. The devil does not do that one. He, even though the devil knows that he's going to still lose, he will still come and stay and try himself. So don't think that as you leave this camp meeting, everything will just be going. They say, wow, the glory of God. Yes, you prayed. You've received impartations. Things are happening. The first thing you might see after this camp meeting can be a text message. You are sacked. You're not wondering, ah, but I went for camp meeting. They even pray for divine intervention for job. And many of us as Christians don't know how to undo that. It's only a test of our faith. It's only a challenge. It's to make sure it, it, it even makes it sweeter that you went for a meeting. Many a times, I might have fasted. I might have prayed so much. I might have gone days. And the next day I would just see would just be a discouragement. I'll just say, wow, <laughs> it means my, that, that's in my head, I'll just say, it means my prayer was answered. But that I will not use my words to alter negativity and say, it's finished. No, never. Mm -mm. What was Peter doing? Peter saw the contrary wind. Jesus already gave him a word, come. How many of you received prophecies in this camp meeting? That is what you should stay on. You will see contrary winds. You will see different issues. Thanksgiving is coming. Different things are about to happen. Holiday season is about to happen. They'll start, everybody will now, you, as you start entering more, they will start saying, happy holiday. Everybody's already setting lights. Distractions are coming. Different things that you can easily make you lose your identity. Remember who you are. That must stay on your mind. That must stay on your words. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Jesus told Peter, come. And Peter started looking at the wind. 
He could have just stayed on that statement and said, Jesus told me to come. So that means you could have gotten a prophecy and say, in the next couple of months, things will go better. And after the, in the next one week, everything just went worse. You'll not be wondering, ha, what happened? That is what I'm teaching you now. You know, one thing about God, or God's word for us, is that God's word has given us a privilege of foresight. To be able to see things ahead and know how to deal with it. One problem the devil, and this is what the, one thing the devil does not like, and he tries to keep a lot of believers away from this. He doesn't like where people are very knowledgeable. Because he knows they will perish. He knows that once they are unknowledgeable, uh, he says my people perish because of lack of knowledge. One thing the devil feeds on or capitalizes on is the ignorance of the believer. Because he says, as far as he doesn't know. You know, Jesus said something. He said, the thief going around, seeking who he may devour. Is that means he doesn't know, the person that doesn't know what to do is the whole he will devour. So you have gotten what? You have gotten hands laid on you. It doesn't mean that issues will not come. It doesn't mean that the influence that you are trying to run away from will not show up. In fact, as in fact, they would have even texted you now in this service. I say, Alpha, can we hang out next week? And you have already told yourself, I want to stay away. Remember where you are going. Remember the words you've heard. Remember the teachings. Remember the prayers. Don't let everything go down the drain. Keep your focus. Be a man of conviction. Tell yourself, this is where I'm going. That God has called you to do something for me. It doesn't mean there will be no tests and trials. I remember when we started church last year. So many tests and trials. I remember I got to Rochester. No place to stay. I thought that when God told me go to Rochester, somebody would just be holding a placard somewhere and saying, God said you should come to my house and stay. That's what I thought. Until I got to the airport and reality dawned on my face. And I had, to tell, I had to beg somebody, say, please, can I say, say who comes to Rochester without a plan? <laughs> I was like, what an insult. <laughs> and me, I did not know. My own plan, the way, the, way I, the way I planned my finances, was that I will be in Rochester June 2022. June 2022. So I booked a ticket. I left the country, booked a ticket from October 31st to June 2022, almost how many months? Then in the place of prayer, the Lord just told me, go in January. Ah, and I've used all my money for investment because I expected that I would have cashed out before June that I'm going back. And I just said, you must be, you, the work is so urgent. You must, in fact, one person shook me like Holy Ghost meeting, like, go and start the ministry. Go and start. I said, ah, <laughs> is it by force? <laughs> So I had to buy emergency tickets and come in January. In, in the coming in January, I said, hey. And I have never seen a code like this Rochester before in my life. I thought that Indiana was cold, but man. Ah, no. God will, God will do another Elijah moves in this Rochester. <laughs> ah, are you getting what I'm saying? It doesn't mean there will be no challenge. I came. I started looking for people. Where do we start the church? What do we do? Different thing. People will chase you. In fact, we did Mission is Possible last year. As we finished like this, they chased us away from the venue. We were all these service like this and praying. They scammed us. We paid for a venue. They scammed us. I mean, last year, we have doing opening prayer like a Sunday service. Get out of here! Some of you were in the service that day. <laughs> some say, you know, some people don't understand. They choose, but he did not shake. Them. Some people say, that's when some people started going. That maybe the God did not call them. We now we were doing service in the city room. Some people will come to church and say, I like the teaching. I just like the way the prayer is going. But I want to try other churches. Go. Go. What's, our, what's my own? Have we not left the city room now? Wow. And this is not where we are stopping. Yes, 
People are receiving us in nations. Nations. We did our algorithm on our SoundCloud this year and we found out that we have been listening to in virtually all part of the world now. Just within how many months? Spain, different countries that I don't even know. In this year, we had to send our materials to Andorra. I've never, I didn't know any country called Andorra till this year. Last year, I mean, this year, we had to hold a conference in Uganda. People came, miracles, different, such that the, you, you said they, they went to share the testimony of the miracle on a radio station. Hallelujah. And when we were in the city room, I was just, I would just be teaching, and you know, all we do, all we were just, we don't pray. <laughs> no evil song. He said, we, we sang. I, I we just say, go and little song. He just, no evil keyboard. They gave us four quick notice. Four. They kept sending the letter. You, your noise is disturbing us every Sunday. The way you are, we said, hey, God. Hallelujah. Many people came to that city room. In fact, somebody wrote us a mail in the church and said, um, I read your material because, we, you know, our material was all over. Somebody read us the material and said, I read your material. Please send us address. When we now send the address, there is a home. Person said, I'm not coming again. Person said, residential area. I said, no. <laughs> We've not seen the person today. Where are you going? Me, I know where we're going. We just started. We have not even started. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> so we are wondering, when are we going to start? <laughs> we are still testing the waters. We have not started. We have not. The nations will be here. I'm telling you, 35 years from now, camp meeting, men will have to travel down from different nations to be here. You will see it. I thank God you'll be alive. You'll all be here to see it. Yeah. Yes. Where are you going? You think some people now, some way, I was not talking to someone. So said, Maybe you should change the pattern of how you do things. People go, I said, see, I'm not a small boy in ministry, even though I'm very small. And I want to forever be young. I said, but I've been in ministry for quite some years. And I can tell you, I said, I know what to do to bring people. I said, but I'm not going to do it. I said, that's not what God called me to do. I don't want to raise men that their lives are moving in shambles. That they are not stable in their faith. That all they are concerned about is money. I'm not saying you should not make money. Me, I'm an Oslau. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I also. <laughs> but it does not stop my Christian faith. That's why you must be smart. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? So where are you going? Where are you going? When those issues were happy, someone said, hey, why not do this? No. In fact, we increase our prayer. We started praying more. So if you want to go, go. God's word will prevail. And finally, many of them came back. Many of them coming back. God's word will prevail. Hallelujah. No pressure. No, no, I'm not going to put myself up. No. No pressure. You know where you are going. You stay focused. You know, those are the times that, even as a pastor, I just, I just, it's because I'm live. That's why I don't share more story. I just, there's more. We did, just like camp meeting like this. We did glory meeting last year. In an hotel. We pray for 14 minutes. After the whole hotel shook. You don't understand. We use an hotel to pray. And where we, we just 14 minutes, brethren. 40 minutes prayer. She led us in the prayer. 40 minutes. The whole hotel came down. They did not understand. They said, brethren. And we've already signed a lease of six, seven months. They said, brethren, ah. <laughs> something, something is wrong somewhere with our building. With what is going on? They said, please, you can go. You know, that's when you start thinking, did God really call you? 
with all the challenges. And just two weeks ago, they just chased you away from a place. You know, at the times you'll be thinking, did God really call me? Abi, am I making it? Abi, I should just turn the church to a movie night. So that at least we'll all be excited together. But no, that's when you strengthen your focus. Hallelujah. I'm telling you my own story. You thought it was easy for me then? Or you thought it was still easy now? Or you thought it's still easy now? No. But I will not bend. Have I ever come to you to church before and say, I start preaching the challenge? Nope. We stay focused. You think I don't have social media, that I'm not on Instagram? I'm very active on social media, you know. So I see everything you are seeing too. So you think I could not have seen things and say, the only thing we need is money and God will give us. And I will just, I know what to do. It's just to rev up things, bring one musician, give something, call it one special, one glow. If I tell you one glow night, come from 12 to 6, that's where your power will answer. You will think people will not come. 12 a.m., that is when we start, especially 11.59. You know, people like those every, every, every things. We have done all these things years ago. God has delivered us. Amen. Where are you going? I'm saying all of this to make you understand. When you leave this camp meeting, it doesn't mean that every the whole world will just become fresh. It doesn't mean that the storms that you left, <laughs> you might not still find them. But you are standing on prophecy. You are standing on the wall. You know, Jesus said, come. If Peter had stayed on that wall, nothing would have happened. So stay on the words. Stay on the prophecies. Watch the videos again. Listen to it. Stay on them. There are prophecies that I remember in my life. Five years, six years, ten years that I still use it to pray. And I'm seeing them come to pass. Paul said, prophecies has gone ahead of you. That thou might wage a good warfare with them. Hallelujah. So the words you have received is not to go and be lying down and sleeping. It's to wage a warfare with them. The Satan, you know, Jesus told Peter, he said, you are going to be a preacher of men. But before the death and the burial of re and resurrection, what happened? Jesus said, hmm, Satan has desired to sweep you like wheat, but I have prayed for you. You know what the devil was trying to do? He was trying to make sure that what Jesus has told him, that what time he met him, will not come to pass. If not for prayers, Peter will not have been the head of the church. He too would have died like Judas. Because he denied. It's the same thing. Betrayer denied. It's the same. He said, I don't know Jesus. The same Jesus that has helped you. The same thing that um, Judas did. He sold Jesus. So they will have all fell in fall together. But prayers rescued him. So you know where you are going. So it doesn't mean that Oh, you have said, I will stay away from this influence. I will stay away from this influence. I will, I will watch this. Doesn't mean that everything will just happen like that. You are the one that will determine and say, this is how I want it to go. And that's how to be a smart believer. So keep your focus. Tell your neighbor, say, keep your focus. So Peter was going to Jesus. Why did Peter put his eyes on the wind? Why... Why are you going to put your eyes on something you have said you will take your eyes off? Why are you going to change the course of your life? You have come for a meeting like this. You've been blessed. Things have happened. I expect that next year, next year camp meeting, your life is more better. Your life is more changed. You are, you are, you are bringing more lives that you are transformed. More lives that you have rescued more people. I expect that by this time next year, ex-chain smokers are here. Ex-drug addicts are here. To receive. Hallelujah. You keep your focus. I expect that your friends, who you've left, you, are, you stayed away from them and you are praying for them. And by this time next year, they have already believed the gospel and they are coming with you. Hallelujah. Not that you just go and mix with the word again. There's a prophecy on your life. 
There's a word on your life because you came for this meeting. I prayed for all of you before this meeting came. I spent days praying for you. And I know you can't come for this meeting. I mean days praying for you. There was a time I just did 24 hours. Took one day of just praying for all of you in this, for this meeting. And I can tell you, after this meeting, your life will never remain the same. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So there's a prophecy on your life. Let's be seated. There's a prophecy on your life. There's a word on your life. Things has gone forth on your life. So you can't afford. So it's not left for you. I'm teaching you this as you leave camp meeting. It's not left for you to act on the word. To tell yourself, okay, this is where I'm going. This is who I am. I'm not of the world. I am born again. I'm a new man in Christ. I'm meant to change this world. I'm not meant to mix with the world. As you get to what I'm saying, where are you going? So learn to focus. In this camp meeting, what did God say to you? How many of you, you, you heard God talk to you in this camp meeting? What did he say to you? Don't forget it. Don't think you heard the devil. No, 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 no. You can't be in this kind of spiritual atmosphere. What did God tell you? What are the impressions that came to your heart? Don't forget it. Keep your focus. As a pastor, there are things that God has told me. I don't forget it. I use them to pray. There are prophecies that have come on my life. When hands are laid on me, I keep them on my heart. I pray about them. I'm still praying about them. Before this camp meeting, different prophecies came for me and I was praying about it. So keep your eyes on the ball. Those of you involved in the ministry yourselves, ministry is warfare. Ministry is confrontation. Ministry is confronting the devil. Don't expect that everything will just move. You have a fight to fight. Paul wrote to Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. So don't repeat challenges on your lips. Tell your neighbor, don't repeat the challenges on your lips. You know, we, in the course of this camp meeting, we, we spoke about the import of our words, right? Don't repeat the challenges on your lips. You say, no, I'm prosperous. No, I'm, I'm moving forward. My life is changing. I'm breaking free. Life is moving forward. I'm prosperous. I'm getting that job. My finances are doubling. I'm raising more stable men. You start, you, you start using your words. When the winds come around, you are not saying negative things. So keep your focus. Never stop praying. Don't after this camp meeting, go and back, go and say, wow, thank God. I expect that you go and do VG. You pray. You pray over the things you've heard. That's why we, there's a way we did the night session. After the meeting, you just stay back and just pray for a while. So you don't, those things don't leave you. These are spiritual things. There's time for play. After this camp meeting, I want to play. I want to play. Let's play. But we have maximized the best of the five days. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving time, we will play. We will cook. We will eat. You will have fun. I will use supernatural and natural to win your Nuno. <laughs> we will play games. But it must not change your prayer life. I expect one of the things I did in this camp meeting is to cause you to think in your study life. I expect you go and get messages. You go to Sankar, you go to podcast, you go to you go and be listening. Because that is how you will be understanding it. So you'll be anticipating, okay, what will pastor say next? Your mind will start thinking. That's how a good Bible study student do. We'll start thinking, okay, okay, what direction is you go and watch the video again. Don't think you got it at the first instance. So many times you have to hear it like ten times. You hear it again, you say, okay, oh wow, I never see that connection. That's how a good student do. You check it again. So don't repeat the challenges on your lips. Put the word of God first place. So I have a focus. I've turned away from distractions. So men and brethren, as we approach 2024, as we leave this camp meeting, distractions are coming. 
Are you hearing what I'm saying? But like Chiamaka said, sang to us, distractions won't take our hearts. Hallelujah. Distractions will come. Boisterous wind will come. But what do we do? We keep our focus. We stay on the words that Jesus has said to us. We stay on the prophecies that God has given us. Are you getting what I'm saying? We stay on it. We stay on it. So when, when, when issues are happening, that's not when you stay away from church. That's not when you go in isolation. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. That is actually when you meet the company of people. And isolation doesn't mean that you won't be with people. Isolation simply means you can be talking to the wrong person. That you can be with the wrong people. That's isolation too. Don't allow Satan drive you into isolation. So every time there's a distraction, because every time there's a distraction, what does he do? He will just give you new friends. You just start talking to the wrong people. What was Judas doing with the Pharisees and Sadducees that Jesus has spoken against? What was he doing there? You see that that's in his influence. You know, it's probably maybe one day as they were going, maybe one day, you know, as the Pharisees finished asking a question, he just went to say, ah, that's your question. I never thought about it. And from that question, it collected the number. He said, I just want to check on you. Maybe the, the Pharisee texted him. I just want to check on you. How are you doing? I'm good. Can we meet up? That's how they started. They said, he started doing follow-up and telling, and telling Jesus. Probably he started telling Jesus. I said, Master, you know we can reach these people. These people can change. He started doing secret follow-up. You know the thing that paid me the most was at the table, at the last supper, Jesus told him, that which you want to do, do quickly. And that guy stood up and went. You don't understand. They've caught you. They've caught, it, it means that Jesus is well aware of the plan you had. And you stood up and you went. Influence. And that's how the devil enters people. If you stay so long, I told you, don't think you are not immune. If you stay so long around an alcoholic, you will drink it. If you keep alcohol in your freezer and say, okay, I'm free, you will drink it one day. Throw it away. If you stay so long around the fire, you will start feeling hot. What was Judas doing with the Pharisees and Sadducees that doesn't like Jesus? He started keeping the wrong friends. And notice the way the scripture were talking about him. Anytime they want to talk about Judas, he's the last person. So that means he's not always in every meeting. He probably is to come late because he now has new friends. When they are talking about friends, they will take Peter, James, and John. All of them, they will just be putting them together. I taught you on friendships. Go and listen to the sermon on SoundCloud. Relationship check. Go and listen to the sermon on SoundCloud. What was Judas doing with them? So don't think, you know, don't say, oh, I will still keep the person as a contact. And later, we will just, you are joking. Paul told us, don't be deceived. Do you see that Paul now has seen the experiences of the Old Testament and told us, don't be deceived. Evil communication will corrupt good manners. And Jesus told him, that which you want to do, do quickly. And the guy stood up and went to sell Jesus. Ah, if I was the one, I would just quickly lie down and repent. You know, the disciples did not think about it. The disciples did not know. Because it cannot cross their mind. They were not thinking in that direction like, like Judas. It did not cross their mind that. Is, they probably thought maybe Judas was going to buy something. You know, he's the one that keeps the money. That maybe Jesus was, you know, Jesus spoke in parable. That was what to do, do quickly. Maybe go and buy more things for this our pass up, pass, uh, Passover. Because he can't cross their own mind, but it has crossed that one mind because of influence. And that brought destruction to his life. Judas means praise. But today, you can't give your, your child name Judas. One man's name changed the course of humanity. If you name your child Judas now, everybody will be scared of him. <laughs> but Judas is actually a good name. It means praise. So people that are being praised, 
But you cannot dare give your child that name again now because of one man. What an example. That's not who I am. What an example. What a life. What a, you, look at, he couldn't cope. He had to kill himself. Even the disciples were wondering. In fact, when he kissed Jesus, the disciples did not, the disciples were still thinking, ah, friendly. Because you know, one thing in the New Testament is get each other with a holy kiss. Is a way of salutation in the Greek, in their own world. You know, in our today's world, is og. Are you getting what I'm saying? In their own world, that's the way of how they greet. So they were still thinking, oh. And that was it. Disciples were shocked. Ah, who were you talking to? That's why if you notice in the New Testament, in the book of Acts, it seemed like all of them kept gadging. Nobody wanted to leave each other. The one twenty together stayed together. The twelve all of them. It just looked as if they were all because they already understood the importance of influence. You are not immune. You are not. I have seen people, and I and I'm not proud to say it, who were once very fervent in their Christian faith, and they became nothing to write to me about just because of the kind of company they keep. They kept. I'm still praying for them. I've seen people who, when we were younger, we told ourselves we would never drink. We used to tell ourselves we would never drink, we would never this. Today, they are, they are so much deep in alcoholism. I'm still praying for them. And I know God will answer my prayer one day. And it, it started one day. Wow, they are an influence. Don't think you cannot smoke. You have just not moved around the smoker. Don't think you cannot become a homosexual. You have just not kept them around you. The very minute you keep them around you, you will start thinking like them. And you will start questioning your own identity. And that is who man is. So I keep my focus. So every time there's a distraction, the devil will give you an influence. Pray for me, I close. So as you leave this conference, Write down God's vision for your life and ministry. Write down. What is where, where am I going? Write down God's vision for your life and ministry. Say, I'm going to practice this. Say, I'm going to keep this. Say, I'm not, Satan is not going to have my heart on this. Are you getting what I'm saying? Write them down. Tell yourself, this is who I am. Tell yourself, this is where I'm going. Tell yourself, this is where I'm going. I keep my focus. See, let me tell you. Me as your pastor. Do you know? Let me tell you. If my focus is not kept, it's your life that will be affected. Hope you know. Oh, because I'll just come and be. Let me use this word, sharing shit with you people. I'll just come and tell you, but guys, you know, I'll be explaining scripture with Netflix movie. My biblical worldview will change. So everybody needs to keep their focus. So as you leave this conference, keep your focus. Don't think you are immune. Don't think so. The reason you are doing what you are doing today is because of an influence. And that is how man has been made. The reason you are probably, you probably ate something now is because you have not moved with people that like it. Hallelujah. I told you my own story of foods. I used, I thought I was a very picky eater. <laughs> There's virtually no restaurant in this America that I've not eaten in. <laughs> as funny as it is. Because I move with people that every day, they will just tell us every week, let's go and try that one. So I know the menus of almost, name the restaurant, I can tell you the menu. I know what I want in each restaurant. The one I've not tried, in my mind, I'm still wanting to try it because of the kind of place I've gotten. I'm like, let me go and try. Before, I don't like trying new things. I don't. I, I was very picky. 
the only thing now I can just say I don't eat is salad. And I'm sure that's the only one I know that people have not influenced me with. Because I just can't imagine eating leaves. In my own head, it's just like leaves. It's not like you pluck leaves somewhere and you are eating. I can't imagine it yet. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. I know some people dwell on that. But in my own head, I just can't imagine it yet. But I'm sure if I linger around them, maybe I'm living with someone that eats it, eats it, eats it, I will try it one day. My mother has tried. Eat this tea, eat this tea. I, I just could not like it. My best musician today, influence. I mean, it's my best musician, not a gospel musician. FYI. <laughs> influence. For 13 years, I followed him. Influence. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because all my friends then, that's who we liked. And despite I've left my friends, I still like him. I just can't stop. Hallelujah. Don't think you're annoying me. Keep your focus. I'm sure this camp meeting has changed your life. This camp meeting has helped you, shaped your worldview, right? It's time for you to now pick the prophecies, the utterances over your life. Don't say, oh, it's this sister that gave me. That's how God speaks. He will use men. He will use many of the things I'm doing today in ministry. I used to tell you, he's a friend that told me that God called me. That first told me before us were laid on. He said, you can't do this thing. And I heard God. Hallelujah. So words have come on you. Just like Peter, Jesus told him, come. So that means, I'm going to act on God's word. And I know, our lives will never remain the same after this meeting. As we progress in life, as we move, move and mix with life, mix with people, mix with the world, mix with, mix with our friends, our colleagues at work, school, social media, that we will not pick the wrong influence. In the name of Jesus, that we are firmly planted, we are steady, we are stable, we are growing, we are multiplying, we are replenishing the earth. You are fulfilling God's plan for your life. I'm praying for all of you in this camp meeting. That as you leave, the voice of destruction will not have your heart. The noiseless winds, the turbulence, the loud voice of the devil will not have your heart. In the name of Jesus, I'm praying for you. That as you go from this camp meeting, just like Peter, just like the way Jesus told Peter, I have prayed for you that Satan will not swift your heart. I'm praying for all of you that same way. That Satan will not swift your heart. In the name of Jesus, I'm praying for you. As you leave this camp meeting, your life will change. Your business will change. Your career will change. Everything will change. You that need a healing, you will have it. In the name of Jesus. I'm praying for you. As we approach 2024, it's a great year for you. I'm praying for you. As we approach this coming year, things that you struggle to achieve in 2023, you will, because hands were laid on you, because prophecies has gone ahead of you, it, there will be a restoration. Things will move faster. There will be a speed. In the name of Jesus, I'm praying. Whatever the devil took from you this year, because of distractions, because of negative influences, that you will get them in hundredfold. In the name of Jesus, you will get them in hundredfold. In the name of Jesus, that your life will never be the same again. That you are a shining light to others. That you will rescue men from the bondage of hell. That via your words, men's life will change. That via your lips, men's life will be rescued. Via your words, men will find their true identity. In the name of Jesus, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your families. That everything you represent, because you came for this camp meeting, they will receive a touch of God. Your families, your siblings, your parents, everything around you, 
even your colleagues at work even your bosses even your classmates because you came for this meeting everything will change in the name of Jesus I'm praying for you whatever you have struggled to achieve in 2023 as the year is coming to an end and approaching 2024 you will get them double I'm praying for you that place you have struggled you are struggling to break away from that influence you are struggling to break away from that negative influence I pray that you have the power to break free in the name of Jesus I'm praying for you that the difficulty is over the struggle is over things are more easier in the name of Jesus I'm praying for you that you are progressing you are advancing you that need a job you are getting double in the name of Jesus your finances are doubling you are receiving help from men in the name of Jesus I'm praying for you that that hatred you have towards people is taken away you will love men you will learn to see men the way God sees them in the name of Jesus I'm praying for you that after this camp meeting as you move with the world as you mix with the world as you talk to people no negative influence will come on you that when the devil comes you have the boldness to say get away from me in the name of Jesus I tell you your life has changed your life has changed I can know I know who I am I see clearly now thank you Jesus it is a blessing tonight this morning blessing so we still with prophecies right we still with the words we've received we are not distracted with the noiseless winds come but we stay focused so you know what I did I just told you how the devil works so after a meeting the next thing is to come and quickly distract you but you don't know what to do with him so when you leave and you see that oh the things you prayed about is looking like something has not happened it means something happened are you getting what I'm saying it means something happened he always shows his ugly head all the time I was studying something this year I said I was, it was when we were teaching our faith confession work my eyes would just saw another thing clearly in the scriptures and I noticed that God promised them something in the promised land that that land they will go to the promised land but guess what the children of Anax were already waiting for them there the devil was already waiting for them in the promised land they now said when they now went to spy the land they now said we are like grasshoppers to them that we are not going no ah so that means there is nowhere you go to your turn left, you turn right, it's there. But you will have the power over him. That's why you must understand who you are. He is under your feet. He has been defeated. He just, he just wants to show his, he just wants to show you how he is a loser again. Hallelujah. So when he shows you that ugly report, you have lost. You are a loser. A sore loser. Are you getting what I'm saying? The devil is a sore loser. He always loses. He has never won in his life. God, look at it. Look at look at the devil. God deceived. It was like it was like a deception. If the devil knew that death will bring salvation to man, in, in 1 Corinthians 2:8, he says, If the princes of this world has known, they will not have crucified the Lord of glory. So his source is very daft. He doesn't even know anything. He didn't know that that same death is used to kill people. That's the same death Jesus will use and defeat him. <laughs> Rubbish guy. Are you getting what I'm saying? He's a sore loser. So he will come, he will show you, and you say, Pastor has said, Pastor has prayed and said, I will receive a new job. Then I say, They sack you. Ah, he's a loser. Hallelujah. He's a loser. Just stay in faith. It shows that something is at the tunnel because God will always win. But He wants you to use your words to speak negative confession so that that thing will not happen. That is where people miss it. So that when that challenge comes, the next thing you start saying, Ah, I don't know what to do. Oh, uh, 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 oh, my life is not going well. My this is it. Uh, 
he wants you to start saying those things because he knows that you are farming his work but you you are you already know better and he hates people that have knowledge ah! he hates them he doesn't like it that is why that is why what is happening in the United States today, you don't be giving people different things, 45 minutes sermon, this and that. He doesn't like where the word of God is being taught. That he gives them, that's why it seems that they are more persecuted than any other church. I've not seen where police disturb our ministry more than this New York. Police report, police this. Well, what are we doing? Should we not preach the gospel? Should we not say there's freedom of speech? But people that are not doing anything, they will think they are enjoying. He's a loser. And we always lose. Hallelujah. So stay in faith. Keep your focus. So people will come to you to come and distract you. You already know him. You already know how he works. You say, no. 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 I'm born of God. Hallelujah. No way to God. I'm born of God. I'm born of God. Hallelujah. This year is a blessing. Thank you for camp meeting. Thank him. Thank him. Bless him.